Welcome to Trail Mix, where Mary and Jody sort through life's fruits, sweets, and nuts. Mary Tomlinson and Jody Dreyer, who met when their paths crossed as Disney executives, are now advisors, speakers, and authors, and I'm excited to say podcasters. They can't wait to share life stories and experiences, insightful and practical takeaways, encouragement, and you can always count on full-out honesty and lots of laughs along the way. Ready for some Trail Mix? Let's mix it up with Mary and Jody. So today it's entitled Jody on Junking. And this one's going to be interesting to hear what junking is, how Jody does it, what to look for. So I think we need first your definition, Jody, and how did this thing get started? Okay, well, we're going to, I've been so excited, first let me tell you, when you said, you know, because we're finding treasures all the time. Mm -hmm. So you said we need a little more background on that. So I've been super excited to share because I come from a long line of junkers. Now, right out of the chute, I feel like there's some people out there, our trail mix friends, that are thinking, oh, I'm not interested because I don't do antiquing and I don't do... Okay, junking is not antiquing, first of all. Okay. I just have to clarify that. And it's not necessarily old things. Okay. It's more treasure hunting. <laughs> so junking is, you know, the old saying, like one man's trash, another treasure. Mm-hmm. So it's the quest for treasure. Mm-hmm. And we all are out there through our lives you know, looking for treasures. I mean, you go shopping and you look for a bargain. And now that isn't exactly junking because usually junking, um, the way I define it is somebody's cast off. So somebody wants to get rid of it and you find the treasure. So that's the difference of, you know, a, a regular store. So most places that junking occurs are, you know, garage sales. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to stores, you know, where there's either consignment shop mm-hmm. stores mm-hmm. or, um, and then of course our personal favorite is the dump, <laughs> like where people are going to get rid of things. So back to the history. So on all sides of the family, like always been junkers. So I've mentioned before, you know, that my dad um, grew up on a farm and the farm. And so you just didn't get rid of anything. Mm. I mean, you use things. So my dad, I used to say, mom finds it and dad fixes it. Oh, okay. So, you know, mom would find these treasures. Sometimes she would have a vision for what exactly, and the treasure was in its form, like you just passed it on or you used it for something. But sometimes it takes a little love to Mm. get it to its full treasure status. Okay. So, so again, like some early examples would be... um, you know, growing up, did you ever read Nancy Drew books? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, the mystery books. Okay, well, some people would go to a store, a bookstore, and buy a set of Nancy Drew books. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, there were four kids. We didn't 
have that kind of money and we didn't, you know, that just wasn't the way we lived where you went out. So we would go garage sailing and Mm -hmm. I, mom got me my first Nancy Drew and then the treasure hunt was to get the full series. And within probably a three-year period of consignment shops, you know, um, all sorts of garage sales and everything, I had a full set of seemingly brand new Nancy Drew books Mm -hmm. that I still have to this day. Mm -hmm. But... And, you know, you have to... Now, the art of junking, though, is um, sometimes you're on the hunt for something specific. Mm-hmm. And so furniture, a lot of our... You know, my first apartment was furnished completely junking <laughs> from things that were family passed down that needed a little love that were out of the, you know, family junk piles to the dump, somebody throwing it away, which we will come back around to that whole philosophy that people take things to the dump versus donating them to Goodwill or someplace. You know, all we talk about is recycle, recycle, recycle. And then to think that somebody takes something that's totally good, functional, usable and is just going to throw it in a dump that goes to a landfill slightly makes me cuckoo crazy. (laughs) But I'll give people the benefit of the doubt that they don't exactly know where to take it. Mm -hmm, So so that's kind of the background. Does that give you enough background to understand junking? It's essentially, I like to say, taking, moving the past to the present as it pertains to stuff. Okay. All right. Now, do you and your mom still go junking? Oh my gosh, yes. Well, first of all, just by the name, everybody is really junking, but they don't know it. So (laughs) once a week, we take things to the dump. We go to the dump. We take our cardboard, you know, to recycle. We take big trash that doesn't you know, fit in your trash. You take recyclables. So when we're driving through, because we have a dump where you, at the first part of the dump, you're doing cardboard and different things. And then you go to the big, huge dump part where they're going to take it away. Mm -hmm. And used to be um, people that maybe had something that they thought somebody might like or appreciate, there's one dump that actually has a place where you can put things, which is so smart. Like, I don't know why every dump doesn't have that. (laughs) But our dump doesn't have that. So, But some people will set things out outside of the bin that they think somebody else, like, let's say you're cleaning out your garage and something still works, but you don't need it anymore. Mm -hmm. So people will lean that up to the dump. And so we save things, you know, we, we find the treasures, but now comes the interesting part because you can't always like what people can't do, or you'll become a hoarder. I mean, it's the people you (laughs) see stuff. They're like buried (laughs) in their junk, you know? So our goal is to turn junk to treasures. And that doesn't always mean that you're going to keep it. Okay. So you're really just a connector. 
a conduit. Like that's the joy of junking. So when it becomes a treasure, where does it go? Well, sometimes we know like some of our kiddos that are setting up apartments, if it's a piece of furniture and we know what people are on the lookout. So part of being a good junker is knowing around you, you know, who needs what. Who needs what, yeah. Right. And also knowing your community. So for instance, my mom, you know, the sign of a true junker is that you're connected to your local thrift stores. Okay. And Goodwill and, Uh you know, those kind of, so my mom volunteers at a place called the Church Mouse Uh and it's affiliated with a local church and it's a shop and people come in and buy things and Um, everything from clothes to furniture to home goods to appliances to glassware, books, everything. And mom volunteers there. It's um, staffed by volunteers. Mm -hmm. And at the end of every quarter, they donate back to charities in the community. Mm -hmm. So they take the money that they make. So a lot of what we do is we know what sells really well at the mouse. Oh, okay. So you're, so, the, you're the buyers for the church mouse. Correct. <laughs> the treasure hunters, I'd like for you to call us. So if we see something at the dump, and oftentimes it's not in mint condition. So this is where dad would always come in. We're a little challenged now without dad, the fixer, Mm -hmm. grandpa doc. We have a little children's book called fix it, grandpa doc. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when we find, you know, the bike that my dad would put a new chain on, Mm -hmm. we now know our network. So we know how to, you know, I'll get the chain and then we can put it on and, whatever. So now you have a good bike Mm -hmm. or sometimes something needs a new battery or you just never know. Mm -hmm. So some of the um, treasures end up going to the church mouse. Okay. And then ultimately the money goes back into the community. So that's exciting. But sometimes, you know, sometimes you don't know what you have until you... So one of my tips is that um, when you're someplace, so let's say the dump, or you see on the side of the road, like we found things on the side of the road before. (laughs) This is so great. And um, I just wish you could see when we all get together too, because we're telling stories about, oh my gosh, I was driving down the street and this and that, and it's just all so exciting. The adventure. (laughs) It's all about the quest, the hunt. So anyway, you see something and you're not sure, you know, exactly what it is or what kind of condition it is. You can always take it back to the dump or, you know, throw it away. (laughs) Right. Or no, we don't do that. We always leave it better than you found it. That's one of the rules of junking, Mary. Um, But so, you know, there's a saying, I don't know who to attribute it to, that says, nothing haunts us like the treasure we didn't get. So you don't think about it when you see it. You just, you get it. You pick it up, you do, and then begins the fun. Mm -hmm. So you start to think, okay, if you know somebody that, like one of the things we got a note that there were some folks that, um, there's a a group that 
works with homeless and they help them get into, you know, either apartments or mm-hmm. habitat humanity and homes and they um, work with organizations to get folks off the street and to get them in houses. But what they need, I mean, they move into a house and literally think of all this stuff in your house, especially your kitchen, you know, everything from, you know, glassware, plates, you know, this and that. So they are constantly wetting things. Mm -hmm. So for instance, we might see a box and you see it has some stuff in it and someone setting up an apartment Mm -hmm. might need it. So Mm -hmm. then, you know, you're checking with the folks that you know that are moving into a new apartment. Mm -hmm. But then if they don't need the things or you give some of the things they need, then I can take it to this organization or take it to the church mouse that can sell it and give the money to charity. So you you have to have your outlets, but don't sit there and try to figure that out. You know, you see somebody like in a thrift store or a garage sale and they're holding, you know, let's go to the absurd. You know, they're like holding some book going, I wonder if somebody would like this. And I, blah, blah, blah. And they're sitting there lamenting and it becomes so stressful. (laughs) So it's the opposite of shopping. Remember when I told you the shopping rule is that there's no buts. So if you're you know, buying a dress and you go, I like it, but I'm not sure it, okay, you cannot buy that. Well, junking, it's the opposite. If you're not sure, just take it, take it. You know, if you're <laughs> you not sure. You just need a storage facility for all your stuff. Well, that is where you have to move it through. So, okay. so one of the other <laughs> tips is keep what you love. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. so um, you have to, and it's so funny because they talk, you know, people talk about money, but oftentimes, like the money in junking, you're, it's kind of going full circle. Now, some people, junking is how they make money. Hmm. We've never done that, but I've always been tempted. I don't know if you've ever gone to a big mall where they have those little stalls and you can rent a stall, and most often it's antique shops, so it's for oh, you know, oh, yes, older yes, yes. things. Uh-huh. I've always thought that would be oh, fun. That would be or fun. Or now with eBay, like uh, we know, yeah, we know a true. junker yeah. that we see, you know, at the thrift stores and garage sales and things all the time. Well, they have an eBay business, and she says absolutely positively she has put her daughter through college oh my with the money gracious. she has made on junking. <laughs> well, because what she does is she upsells and she never knows what kind of treasure. So somebody throws something away because it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Will you get it working and well. you can sell it for almost new price or if somebody's really looking for something specific. So back to junking isn't always old. So there's a um, a site online where it's designer. So one time um, at the dump, somebody threw a, away a bin. It was by the side of the dump. And I said to mom, I go, that looks like it's full of purses. Oh. And we said, oh my gosh. And it was one of those storage <laughs> bins that somebody had under the bed. Mm-hmm. I'm sure somebody went to clear out somebody's house, mm-hmm. pulled out the bin, mm-hmm. Okay, so we throw it in the car. You know, we didn't sit there and go through it. We threw it in the car. We get home. 
it's all these designer purses. Oh, my. Well, there's a market for people who say, you know, I want every coach purse or Mm -hmm. I want every Mm -hmm. Vera Bradley bag or certain patterns that have been discontinued. Mm -hmm. So you can almost sell them sometimes online for more than the price might be, you know, now. So, um, but anyway, it's just funny because oftentimes people say, oh, you're a junker because you're poor or you don't have the money to buy it new. And it's funny, there's a saying that um, somebody said, I shop at thrift stores, garage sales, and junk, and I'm a junker, not because I'm poor, because I'm a junknista. <laughs> so that's like the name, a junknista. Um, but also, like my dad used to junk around tools and parts so that then when let's say a table, now he was a good woodworker and could fix anything and just was so handy and crafty, you know, being the engineer guy that he was. But, and, you know, Thomas Edison has that quote that said, to invent, you need a good imagination and a pile of junk. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) So sometimes it's, you know, again, and the reason I tell you all those stories is it's anything from the purses that we found to Uh furniture to Uh tools and just piles of, you know, dad used to keep metal scraps and wood scraps and he would find legs off of chairs and tables (laughs) so that then if we found a table that needed a leg, sometimes <laughs> he would either plane the leg to match the others, or if he couldn't, if mm-hmm. it wasn't a standard leg, he would take off all the legs. And then he would have maybe four legs that matched, and he'd put those on a table. That's funny. Oh, I thought you were going to say they'd have four different looking legs, which would make it quite a unique piece. <laughs> well, you know, that is. No, but listen, so now the trend, if you've ever seen, it's mismatched china on Mm -hmm. tables or yeah or you see someone's dining room table Mm -hmm. and instead of having the matchy matchy you know eight chairs that all match you'll have eight different chairs yeah so it's junking even (laughs) in the the end look Mm -hmm. has become a thing but my sister okay so my sister is in Texas, and she's junking there. All, you know, the family in Indiana, they're junking there. We junk in South Carolina. Now, the only problem, honestly, is that you can, like, you have to control yourself that you don't end up either spending so much money on fixing it, Uh. or I've already told you the other pitfall is hoarding, and then you get buried (laughs) in your junk. Or the third that is our problem is we get so excited thinking somebody will like something. And then if, because, you know, we're not driving back and forth from, let's say, Texas to South Carolina all the time, you end up, if it's small, you can maybe, when you go visit somebody, take it on a plane. Or if you drive once a year, you can take it. But I have, even I have to admit, the downfall of all junkers. I've like shipped a oh. <laughs> old trunk 
to someone and That's then you where start the money spending is. Yeah, <laughs> then you start spending stupid money yes. like yeah. you find something fabulous so one of the rules like with to not end up you know getting buried for instance is don't take into your house anything unless you know where it goes oh okay so where so does it stay? Like in the garage? <laughs> yeah, in the garage or have a place. Like some okay. people have an attic or oh, some people. Okay. But again, you have to be careful because if you have a storage facility that you're paying for, exactly. unless you're going to start selling it online or go into a business and it's a staging area where you're going to make money. Right. You know, I mean, we're we're hobbyist junkers. We're not. I don't know. You sound pretty to professional money. to me. Well, I mean, I was born into it. And my mom, oh my gosh, if my mom was here. I mean, she's even a dumpster diver. Like if she sees something out of a dumpster. but um, Right. But at the dump now, it's illegal. And they have, (gasps) there's one dump that we went to, because when we go someplace, we're like, oh, let's go check out their dump. Oh, that's funny. Oh, gosh. Um, And there's one dump that has a police officer. Oh, my. Because it's illegal to get once trash or something's already put in a dumpster, it's illegal to get, get in out? the dumpster. Oh, my. Right. Right. Oh. Which which is a little bit of a safety concern. Yeah. But that's why the dump <laughs> where you can put things off to the out. side right, right, makes right. so much sense. Right, right. Or like a big flea market. But my dad, okay, he took, because um, my mom was always like, there's something right on the edge of the dump. And he was like, oh my gosh, you know. So being the engineer that he was, he made this, um, we called it the dump hook. But essentially it was like this long, it could expand longer, you oh, know, and it was funny. a big pole. And at the end of it was a hook. <laughs> And he would reach in, and if you're you see something, you could hook it out, unless it was like super duper heavy. I mean, oh he could gosh. get out a chair, but but now they won't let you do that at the dump. So it's it's kind of curtailed our some our of the junking dump so dumpster diving. What are your tips for someone ready wanting to get started in this new uh, junking? Well, I mean, I don't want to overstate the obvious, but it's like open your eyes. Uh-huh. I mean, it's kind of all around you. Mm-hmm. So now if you really are in the market for something, like somebody will say, you know, I need, you know, one of the kids is moving into an apartment. I don't want to give them, you know, the family dishes or anything. I just need dishes. They don't even have to match, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Then I would recommend thrift stores. Mm-hmm. So it's back to okay. know your community. Yeah. So so one day, maybe go to all the thrift stores. Mm-hmm. Most of them are closed on Monday, by the way. Um <laughs> Sunday and Monday, they're usually closed. Um, so go to the thrift stores and just start to get to know them. And mm-hmm. you'll know it is interesting. Different thrift stores often, especially if it's a consignment store where people bring things mm-hmm. and then they get a portion of the the money, because that's another way to to make money off of junking too, uh-huh. is to find your local consignment store. Uh-huh. So you'll see that some stores, for whatever reason, thrift stores will get more, let's say, glassware. Or some might become a place where they get a lot of books. Uh-huh. So if it's near a college campus, the thr- local thrift store 
might get college textbooks mm -hmm. where you can get used ones that are cheaper than other ones. Mm -hmm. So um, anyway, it's just, you know, I would say, first of all, open your eyes and look around and then find your community. So where you can find treasures and know the places and then, you know, have fun with it. And yeah. again, don't be afraid. Like you don't know what you've got till you know. So don't be afraid to, <laughs> you know, check out something. Again, you can always get rid of it. I so love it. Um, one of the my favorite sayings is uh, money can't buy happiness, but it can buy junk, which is kind of the same thing. <laughs> Isn't well, that great? I love it. So next time I come, I, I just, I want to go again with you and your mom to the dump and just watch this in action because it, I think it is very professional. Obviously it's been a uh, family tradition. So we'll have to do that. And as I go, I better take along something to eat because I think you guys are going to go strong and heavy for a while. So I'm going to bring my trail mix and I am not going to forget my chocolate because I think I'm going to need it. Or the popcorn. <laughs> you can find all of our Trail Mix episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. We would love you to rate and give us a review. And follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Look for Trail Mix Pod with a picture of Trail Mix. To learn more about us, check out our new website, trailmixpod.com. It was great to have you. Thanks for listening to Trail Mix, sorting through life's fruits, sweets, and nuts. Keep mixing it up. And remember, life is nuts. So don't forget the chocolate or the popcorn. Mm -hmm.